massive difference between knowing and understanding. Now, perhaps you're somebody who likes to read or consume a lot of information. I think it's fair to say that the vast majority of people now consume way more information than any human has ever done. If you even think back to the Gutenberg Press and, you know, what did we do before the Gutenberg Press and printing? Well, we told stories. We told stories and, you know, maybe we wrote things on paper. It's handwritten, actually. A lot of the... Um, it's mainly spread through people who were priests and monks in churches and they would handwrite these beautiful documents of course I'm talking about in England and then we had the Gutenberg press where things could be printed and copied and distributed which massively decreased the price of information but also kind of decreased the value of information and of course you know now we have the internet and that really talks about this difference between knowing and understanding but really it's quite easy to know something because you just use Google and a good example of this is to know what a bird is called because you take a picture of the bird and then you might search on Google and say that bird is called a robin but we don't know why it's called a robin we don't know what makes it a robin we don't know what differentiates it from other birds around it and we don't really know about the the depth of that knowledge and a good way to think about this is a mental model which is kind of knowing the territory something that Sun Tzu used to talk about quite a lot in the art of war which is really you know know your enemy know the territory um, know how to avoid the fight if at all possible and what this kind of means is is a simple story that was told in the first great mental models book from Farnham Street was about the stranger and the old timer sorry the newcomer and the old timer or the stranger and the old timer so say for example some of you might relate to this I for example now I live in a cottage not far out from a tiny village I mean we don't even have any shops we literally just have one road I think two roads maybe um, and there are maybe 30 houses it's defined as a village because it actually has a church and a very small parish hall but say you take a man who lives in that village or a woman and they've lived here for 40 years. They've lived here all their life. Like maybe they moved here and then raised kids here and now they've grown old here and they really quite like it. They'll know everything about that village. You know, who's, know the people, know the kids, the, the animals, the stories, the people who came and went. And then take a stranger or a newcomer like me. I've actually not been in this village that long. I think I moved maybe July of last year say I've lived here a year right so I kind of know people I mean I've walked through the village a few times I've drove through lots of times but I don't really see anyone because it's early in the morning or late at night and I might see people and I may see the same people and I might think that I know the village because it's just two roads and really what is there to know but really my depth of knowledge is very small you know I couldn't really tell you very much I could just really know what I see 
whereas the old timer really knows something with depth. And of course, when we're kind of thinking about this difference between knowing and understanding, we sort of have to be quite selective because, for example, everyone knows how to get a job, right? Um, they just don't understand how to get a job. Because if everybody understood how to get a job, then you'd have a job. It'd be simple, right? Everyone knows about interviews and, and really it's one of those funny processes because on paper it's very simple. But the understanding, the minutiae, the, you know, kind of the elements of sort of really, you know, behavioral psychology, um, good writing, good speaking, and really just sort of knowing the sort of mechanics of large numbers and, you know, how big systems work is so important when it comes to applying for a job. And <clears throat> that's really the difference between knowing and understanding. The difference is, am I going to seek out, am I going to be beguiled by the newcomer or the stranger going, oh yeah, it's just, just a little village or two roads, nothing there. Or am I sort of going to seek out the old timer who's going to tell me some stories, who might be able to tell me, you know, who, where can I get my car fixed, where's a good place to get cheese. Um, <coughs> the cheese example seems random, but there is actually a cheese maker near here. And it, it depends on the depth of knowledge that you want and also the level of success that you want. For example, <coughs> if this village is my ecosystem, I really need to be successful. Because if I don't thrive here, then it's going to be really difficult for me. Of course, the internet and cars provide us with a much larger ecosystem to thrive in. But, you know, the same could be said for looking at, looking at a job or using the internet. So what really can we learn from all of this? Well, actually, it pays to know less, but to understand more. Because knowledge is really fleeting and, for the most part, it's kind of not very useful. Um, I can certainly relate to this from, I've read many, many thousands of books, um, but a lot of them were really for entertainment, but from them I've really been able to divine quite a small amount of things which I understand in the grand scheme of all things and really understanding a few things well is actually most of the time much more useful than knowing a lot of stuff because really if I've got Google why do I need to know it the trouble really comes up when we fool ourselves into about what we think we know and what we don't know and even worse when we think that because we know it we understand it <laughs>